So Bitcoin could go to, say, $1 million a coin or higher. Who knows how high it can go? Um, and you want to know why I know that? Because I know something most people don't know. And most critics of the space and critics of Tether in particular still don't understand, or at least they don't articulate correctly, in my opinion. They focused on the fact that we don't know that Tether is, is you know, is backed. Meaning, we don't know what reserves they have. And that is a good focus, right? Because we'll never know. It's, it's, it's a closed system. It's a closed box. We have no idea if they're actually taking in dollars for tokens or if they, or how, I should say, I should specify and say how they're actually connecting a token that they print out of thin air to an asset that they say they hold on their books. Um, like equity in a company, maybe a loan. Um, we don't, we just don't know how it's tied in because while the blockchain, right, is transparent, anybody can go and look to see um, what's going on there. The other part of it is not transparent, the backing of it, the tying of the two together of an asset and the coin itself. So we just, we just have no idea. Um, now, Again, they focus on what backs it. And I think that their criticism here is wrong. They shouldn't focus on what backs it, but how it is backed. Meaning, again, the mechanism by which the process by which a token is created, and then how is that tied to a dollar somehow? And that's the part that they miss because they don't talk about how these things are created from nothing. They don't talk about that. All they talk about is the backing. And what I'm saying is the backing absolutely does matter and the process by which it's backed matters. I understand that the tokens are not just quote unquote backed by dollars. They're backed by other assets. But the way in which those assets come to be associated with certain tokens they print does matter. Let me give an example. It's the loan example. And this is what Tether is, is. I know that they're doing this. I know because it's a, it's a probable certainty, statistically speaking. Um, it just makes logical sense. So Tether prints Tether, the, the coin. They lend this coin out directly. And in exchange, they put a, a note in their reserve or on their balance sheet that says, it's a promise to pay back what we lent, plus maybe some interest. So it's a promise to pay back more of the token plus interest. What does that sound to you like to you? That sounds to me exactly what the Federal Reserve is doing. So the note is what backs up the token, the promise to pay. And um, if you if you look at the Fed, you say, well, this note could be sold, right? And if you sell this note, this this promise to pay, someone would have to give you USDT for it or dollars um, in the Fed's case, right? So that's exactly what the Fed's doing. Now, this means that they can pretty much create tokens um, without limit because it's exactly what the Fed does. They just print without limit. 
well, Tether can print without limit too. And each new Tether print, because that they've successfully launched this PR campaign, and I don't know what happens on these exchanges, but the peg is holding, and they've been able to hold that, and they've been able to convince the market that it's worth a dollar. Every new coin that comes in immediately gets sort of piggybacks on that price. And the people that get the coin first, the printed out of thin air coin, just a promise to pay it back, the people that get that first are the beneficiaries. Just like um, when the Fed prints dollars and gives it to whoever, right? Um, whoever gets that first gets the price advantage, right? So it gets to spend it in the market, gets to buy up assets. And that's what's happening with housing is that more and more money is lent out because we have super low interest rates and we have a limited supply of homes. It creates asset inflation. Same thing's going on in crypto. And no one is talking about that. Not even the, the people who criticize Tether and all these stable coins. They don't talk about how the, the, the what's clear to me, um, the inflationary nature of the whole thing. Um, they just want to focus on the backing and whether these assets are AAA or, or AA or or whatever. Um, and they want to like monitor these assets and make sure each token is backed by one. They're getting into the weeds. I mean, because if you go down that path, maybe you think, I think incorrectly, that this this promise to pay is actually a real asset that, that, that could be backing this note. And you don't see the circular nature of it. So in my opinion, the people who we're talking about regulating stable coins. They're not talking about what I'm talking about. And then they don't see, they're worried about like um, the fact that it's not completely backed or the assets go bad. I think they're worried more about assets going bad, right? And then yeah, the tether losing its peg. If that's the wrong thing to focus on. You should be focusing on the very thing I'm talking about, the inflationary nature of this. And maybe there's some people out there that are, but not that I've really seen. So yeah, Bitcoin can go to a million. It could go to 10 million. All these cryptos will keep inflating in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, they'll have spikes of crashes. Um, but until people realize what's going on, they could very well keep going up for a very long time.